What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the president of the United States of Mar-a-Lago of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you today? Doing your dance. You're in a good mood, huh? Do a little dance, make a little rape, get down tonight. <laughs> Can't make what. I didn't make that up. So that a title. That was a, that was a popular song, but uh, you know, back in the seventies, it was a very popular song. I don't know a lot if of rape songs. was mentioned in that song, though. No, remember there was another one. They had rape, 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 rape your booty, rape your booty. I don't, I don't, you may have the, is it, did you, you remix these songs, I'm assuming, with Jim Crow Records? Because that's not no, how they're original. No, no, we, did, we don't do disco and Jim Crow Records. Okay. No, these are, I mean, maybe it's before your time, but these are very, it was Casey and the uh, sun, uh, Sunshine. Okay. And they okay. did, yeah, right, Rape, Rape, Rape Your Booty was a good one. <laughs> I never, never heard that. <laughs> Um, are you having a good day, Mr. President? Good week. Well, the week just started. Tech stuff. I don't know where you live, but Monday we call the beginning of the week. Not mm. the so it's very tough to say what kind of week I've had. <laughs> Last week was we had strong rallies. I was in Texas and uh they love me. They love me in Texas probably more than anybody ever. So we're, we're doing well. We have good news, not on the economy, but on possible MAGA, MAGA elections coming up. Excuse me. I had an extra a, uh, DoorDash person who came by with the McDonald's. They, uh, I think they may have done something to the fish filet. <laughs> the, so, the, the creamy white sauce looked particularly, you know, in hindsight, it might have been something else. Oh, God. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, if you need to go, just just let me know. President, a lot, lot in the news this week. Might as well get started. Uh, your boy Xi gets a third term in China. Have you spoken to him? What was the conversation like if you had? Xi is very tough. And, uh, you know, he is pro-life because he said, if I get a third, if I get to the third trimester, they can't abort me. And in China, they, you know, he's, he's new to the pro-life because they used to force women to have abortions in China, you know, one child policy. And they meant right. it. Uh, they meant it very strongly, a lot stronger than even we might mean it. <laughs> uh, sort of Game of Thrones level of meaning, <laughs> you know, and uh, and it proves they're tough. You know, I disagree as a very strong pro-life Christian president. I, I don't like that kind of policy, but now he's. Now that he's entering his third trimester as leader of China, he's decided that he's pro. He's very pro G life. <laughs> I think he had Ace of Base uh, come in and saying, "It's a wonderful. It's a. I'm very pro life. Oh oh, I am very pro life. Oh oh, I am very pro life." And then he adds a little Chinese flair to it right at the end. It's a pretty that's a remix. That's a remix, and it's a pretty strong one. 
Did did you get to speak with G after his third uh, no, we, we, we've are we doing FaceTime? You know, okay. because they make all the Apple phones over there, so he has a lot of access. Uh, so we did a FaceTime, and I said, "Gee, you know, they they stole my second term, but when I'm back in there, and we have a great relationship for a third. You know, I'm going to call it my third term. We have a little competition because he says you can never get third term." <laughs> And I said, no, gee, actually, you're wrong, because I've already won a second term, even though the radical left won't acknowledge it, and they stole it. So if I get a third term, I'm going to walk up to him and say, look at me, third term, we're third term bros. And he says, you two term. (laughs) And I say, well, I also two time, but don't tell melatonin that I'm two timing her, but I'm going to be a three term, and we're going to... We're going to get into World War Three if he doesn't. It's going to be World War Three term if he doesn't acknowledge that I'm a three-term president. Um, so third term, you got to catch up to him. Um, do you plan on, on going to China anytime soon, uh, meeting with him? Um, I don't know. Congratulate with him. Have dinner. Anything in store? No, I, I we don't. FaceTime is good enough for now. I prefer right. to be at Mar-a-Lago in Bedminster. But he knows he knows I'm more pro-G than I am pro-Biden. You're more pro-G than pro-Biden. <laughs> it's true. I'm, and I'm more pro-biotic than I am pro-Biden as well. It's I'd rather have yogurt and G. A nice yogurt with probiotics and a nice brief and broccoli with G than do anything with Sleepy Joe. He's a real dis- sleepy Joe's. I think one of the worst people we've ever seen, and certainly the worst president in the history of our country and perhaps all countries. Every every single country. Do you do you think Sleepy Joe is is worse than Hitler? In terms of talent, yes. <laughs> Mussolini. Sleepy Joe, you're mentioning like charismatic, talented. Maybe they weren't the best people, but you're mentioning talented, accomplished people. Stalin. Stalin. Stalin was maybe one of the toughest people we've ever seen. Everybody, you'd have no gulags if you didn't have Stalin. Sleepy Joe running Russia, you know what you'd have? Nap time. The Russians would like that, actually. Well, you know what? They're tough people, and because they wouldn't stand for a sleepy, a sleepy Joe. Well, we have Xi getting a third term, and I want to. How do you feel about this? The this the first prime minister of color in the UK. What what are your what are your thoughts on this? Well, he's from India, which was well, you know he's. Indian American English. I don't know if they call them Indian American if they're not from America. He's Indian British. And Indian British? Is that a even a, a category? Well, you know how here if you can if you're here, you could be Indian American. You know, if your parents are Indian and you're born in America, we could or you're African American or Latino yes. American. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not American, so he's British, but he's Indian. So I would say he's, uh, should we call him Brindian? 
I like Brindian. Okay, well, he's Brindian. <laughs> and I have great friends. I'm great friends with Nathan, Nathan Modi, the DJ. You know, Modi, the DJ, he's yes. the leader of India also. And a uh, very talented guy, very, very strong friend of mine. Probably gave me the, the best welcome of any country when I was still president, by the way. But when I was White House living president, you know, now Mar-a-Lago president. Right. But uh, he was, so I respect India. I think he knows finances. I think, you know, he's Indian. So I would have said, maybe make him a doctor, you know, make a doctor, make him a Britain, UK's prime physician, but they decided to make him prime minister. I don't know that he's Christian, so I don't know about him being a minister, <laughs> but they have their own crazy rules over there in the, they call it the United Kingdom. How about they that? Do. They do. And that. I think it's very interesting that the queen who was very great, she died and they got rid of Meghan Markle. who was very black lives matter. And now they decide we're going to have a prime minister of color, a PMOC. And it's, it's making a mockery of the great queen, but we'll see what happens. He might be good. I think he knows finances. He's very, he's Asian. You know, Indians are also Asian. Not a lot of people know that. He's a Brindian PMOC. <laughs> well, he's a Brindian PMOC and, uh, <laughs> He's maybe he'll be good with finances because uh, Asians are very good at math. We say that with respect. And maybe he's going to come in there and, and really do a, a beautiful job with the money and numbers and also the wealth and the arithmetic, maybe even the multiplication tables. He might do that too. Well, um, I'm sure he's more than qualified for the job. And what's his name? Um, I had it up just before. Sandwich. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak. Is that his name? Oh, okay. Well, you know. Yes, Rishi Sunak. R-I-S-H-I-S-U-N-A-K. Rishi. Like Christina Rishi? No, Rishi. Like, no, it's it's S H I. I think is she's that like how he identifies. Like, I am a Rishi. Call me they. <laughs> I'll call you maybe. How about that? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure uh, if he uh, identifies as they or he him. She, well, that's why I said I'm call me sure. maybe. Oh, do you like that song? It's a song. Yeah. Uh never heard it. It's like some pop song by some girl. Call me maybe. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 Call me maybe. How do you, how do you mute people on this? <laughs> you look like my the face my wife makes when I try to sing a song there and she's like, I have no clue what you're saying. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. President. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's it's okay. At least you acknowledge that you don't have the singing talent. You know who's um, a good singer? There's a person, Carly Rape Jetson. <laughs> Carly Rape Jetson, Jepson, very talented pop singer. Mr. President, before uh, 
We have a little break in the show. I want to know what you think about, you mentioned math before with this new prime minister. Our math scores are dropping as a country and also ELA is dropping too. Now I'm wondering, do you think it is? What's ELA? ELA, uh, English language arts. I know that meant East LA, which is, you know, that's where they let all the Mexicans in. No. Um, do you think it has to do with it's connected to social media or do you think it's connected to pornography or smartphones or video games or just the education system or a mix of everything? What do you think is the cause of it? And don't say sleepy Joe, but what do you think the cause? Because he just came into office. Um, these were going down these scores the last few years. Well, it's a combination. It was it was disgraceful pandemic policies by blue states who said. Uh, We can't teach our kids. We need to get them out of schools, give them screens and let them jerk off at home. And which is not good for reading. It's good for other things, but it's not good for reading skills and math. And I think we have people who too, you know, we've, we've, you even said it, you said ELA, English language arts. Well, when you turn language into an art, you got problems because language is language. English is English. Art is useless and they're trying to turn english into an art and i think math is very important as you know somebody who does strongly in business i know great math i know a lot of math and i even know crystal math mm-hmm. and it's very important and it's i think our kids they want to be influencers they want to do content they want to do the only fans and they're not doing the reading and the writing and they're not even doing the arithmetic and when you miss out on the three r's you become the fourth r be arthur (laughs) what would you do though sleepy joe came out and said that this is your fault because you were president during the pandemic and everything you know, um, that has gone on, but the schools was under your watch. So this is your fault why all these scores have fallen. And I'd say, wake up, wake up, sleepy. You forgot (laughs) something. We were doing great. We were doing great during my administration. And then you took over and you put the whole country to sleep and nobody went to school. And we had to have Republican governors fighting for our kids. And... It's a total disgrace. And I think it look at what Sleepy Joe did with his kids. He's got one kid who passed away who we respect, and that's very sad. I don't have any kids that have passed away, so I'm doing a better job as a parent in that way. <laughs> and then he's got one kid walking around who you may have heard of, and his name is called Hunter. And I don't think you can trust a president for education whose son is Hunter Biden, because the guy's a total disaster. And meanwhile, I have two kids doing very well. I have Ivanka, who went to the school of hard knockers, because we got other very <laughs> firm ones. And we also have uh, Dan Jr., who, you know, for somebody with low talent and a weak chin and a very sad emotional framework, He's actually found some success. So who would you trust to lead kids? The dad of Hunter Biden 
or the strong patriotic father of a total smoke show named Ivanka Trump. I guess I would go with choice B. Well, and I would go with choice double D. And I assume that you've written down School of Hard Knockers for a title. <laughs> There's a few good ones. <laughs> well, that was a good movie with Jack, Jack Nicholson. Remember that? A few good ones? <laughs> I think it's a few good men. Well, no, that was the Mike Pence version. But, you know. <laughs> Mr. President, before we get to our next story, making podcasts great again is brought to you by betonline.ag. Basketball is back and betonline remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at betonline. As your continued source for all sports wagering information, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and live scores and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events. Bet NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, and golf. That's right. And there's even a live casino. So check that out. Jets are doing well. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards, and it's 50% on your first deposit. That's right. So make sure you use promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. It's betonline.ag. Now back to the show. Mr. President, wanted to ask you about this little bromance going down in Florida. Tom Brady, Ron DeSantis, text buddies. Do you think Brady could possibly be Vice President Tom Brady? You're saying they're being text people? Yeah, they're text bros. They're texting they each other. Are they sending dick pics to each other? <laughs> I don't have that intel. I wish I did, though. Well, you know, Tom Brady wouldn't surprise me because he unbelievable. He's with his uh, jizz bucket, his Brazilian wife, <laughs> who was a very nice person. Very nice, very beautiful. I gave him a family. Didn't give him all the grief that certain whores from Transylvania give their husbands. She, she was a very elite model, great wealth, great talent. And instead, and notice this all went south. Remember when they found a MAGA hat in his locker? Mm-hmm. That's right. And he, and he wasn't proud. He didn't stand behind it. He said, oh, I don't want to talk politics, sir. <laughs> and all of a sudden... He became weak. He became a weak husband. He had to run to Tampa Bay, which, by the way, is my state in Florida. He had to run here and find a defense to carry him to a championship because he became so weak when he abandoned Trump. And now look at him. His wife is leaving him. He's having weird plastic surgery on his face. And now he's talking. Oh, excuse me. And now he's talking to a fat, dumpy, a sack of shit named Ron DeSantis. And I think they're perfect together because Ron DeSantis looks 
like Tom Brady, so dumpy and weak and insecure. And it's very impressive uh, for Tom Brady is full. And ever since he wouldn't just say, yes, it's my MAGA hat. I believe our president is a great man and making the country great. And he's actually a friend of mine. No, he hid. And I think when when Jiz Stain is, is, is a beautiful wife, uh, so that I think she knew that this is the beginning of the end because she knew this is not a strong man anymore. This is a weak man who gets plastic surgery and abandons strong friends. So him and him and him and Dusakis, I think, belong together. So they can be the opposite of a power couple. They call them a weak couple. Now, I'm just going to play devil's advocate here. He was loyal to you first. So how do you know he's not kind of going undercover for you? Because Tom Brady is an elite athlete, right? So maybe he's going undercover and coming out and being like, I'm Buds, who's Ron DeSantis, finding an inside info, coming back to you later, being like, listen, you're my boy, Mr. Trump, and um, I was just really getting some secret information for you. Oh, he's going to get me secret information like uh, Ron DeSantis is a short, dumpy bitch. Oh, okay. Thank you, Tom. I didn't know that. Great intel. You don't, don't get into coaching. I can tell you that. You know Belichick. You certainly know Belichick. But I would say, no. I don't think that's the case at all. I think Tom Brady is he's in a weak place. And that's what DeSantis does. He kisses up to talented people <laughs> because he's weak. And now he sees that Tom Brady is weak and he thinks he can bring Tom Brady into his entourage. And you know what? He can have Tom Brady. How about that? Mm. Okay. Are you asked DeSantis Brady as a ticket? Yes. Would be, I think, one of the biggest jokes we've ever seen in politics. You'd have to be Trump OJ. No, if if he, if he does, I'm going to do Walker. (laughs) Trump Walker. You're going to promote Herschel. And then what we'll do is we'll also sell to our senior citizens. Trump walkers <laughs> with the tennis ball on them. And it's a sort of nice branding, you know, so we've got a Trump walker ticket and then all our great patriots and all our great old people who can't walk well, uh, will have Trump walkers. I think that's an awesome, awesome idea. <laughs> Mr. President, how Closely, do you follow New York sports still since you, you spend most of your time in Florida? You know, I used to be a very big fan of George Steinbrenner. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Yes. He, he actually owned the Yankees. Not a lot of people know that, but he, he owned the Yankees. And he was a great leader. He was tough. It's in Maggie Haberman's so-called book that came out. One of the few things she got right was that I admired the strength and the tenacity and the talent of George Steinbrenner. And they won a lot when he was around. They won a lot because he demanded it. And so sometimes I look at the Yankees in New York. I don't obviously follow the Knicks. You know, I don't want to say the full name because they'll say I'm racist. But uh, the Knicks, you know, are, are very sad and 
frankly. Yeah, they're, they're looking all right. They're looking all right this year so far. Well, they look, uh, you know, they're clearly racist if you say they look like thugs, but it's a very thuggy, <laughs> thuggy squad. Um, I don't follow that, that basketball. It's very woke. It's very anti-police. Very racist, actually. As you'll notice, there's not a lot of Asian or Latino or white people in the NBA. It's very limited, I'd say. And what's so sad is you see the, the white people, they win MVPs. Jokic and Doncic and Nowitzki and Nash. And yet they don't let them more of them in. I wonder why. They're afraid all the MVPs will go to the white people. And that would be racist. So instead we... We do affirmative action and we have untalented people like LeBron James in the NBA when there could be totally white people taking his place with more talent. Are you, have you been rooting for the Yankees or the Mets this year? Uh, I don't root for, I used to root for the Yankees. I don't root for them anymore. Uh, it's a, they just don't have, they don't have the same intensity ever since they got, ever since they killed George Steinbrenner. And made the team a lot weaker. You think they murdered him? You know what? It's an interesting thing you brought up, tech stuff. You know what? Now yes. that you've said it, maybe that makes sense. You know, it's, I don't know what your sources are, but uh, <laughs> to be honest, maybe they did murder him. They were tired of winning, and they took him out. They killed George Steinbrenner. The Yankees killed their owner. How about that? Breaking news. Tech stuff just broke news. <laughs> Did you see the Yankees were swept by the Houston Astros in the ALCS? Did you see that? It it was obviously we support our great red states, Texas, a great red state. And did you see Lion Ted Cruz was at the game and he got treated very unfairly by New York people? Yeah, people were 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 giving him the finger constantly. You know, he's he's not our best. So I don't, I don't blame them. You think he deserves what he got? Well, I was, you know, I, I thought maybe hopefully a foul ball will hit him in the head <laughs> and, you know, take him out. But no, he's, uh, you know, he supports the Trump agenda, but he's always been a slimy, sleazy, weaselly piece of shit. But, but I respect him. <laughs> he's respectable too, though, right? Is he a Very sir strong. or no? You think I call him Lion Ted Cruz and he gets a sir? Didn't think he was a sir. He gets a turd. He's turd Ted Cruz. <laughs> Mr. President, we have two more two more stories for you, but very important. This Thursday, October twenty oh seventh, eight p.m. Eastern, we have an awesome, awesome live episode with Donald. Trump Jr. You want me to say something about that? Yeah. Well, you know, it's a nice coincidence that he, he came up to me. And he was like, Dad, can I do this? Can I do this? Can I do the show, Dad? And I said, sure you can. And then I hit up, I texted Kim Gargoyle with a uh, a carrot emoji with with like a squirt of water emoji <laughs> and then a, a starfish emoji. 
And she replied with crazy eyes emoji and a gif. I think they call it a gif. Yeah. Of uh, Joey Chestnut scarfing down hot dogs. And I said, okay, Don Jr., make it an extra long uh, time on the podcast. Have a blast doing the live bonus. Don't mind me or the sounds you hear coming from your crazy girlfriend's bedroom. I don't think he's ever hosted. He's hosted a bonus episode. I don't think he's ever hosted a live episode. Are you afraid that he may say something to embarrass you when uh, he, he right. fields some well, questions? Well, no, I think he's embarrassed. He is embarrassing. And that's why I'm going to punish Kim Gargoyle's Brown Town just to make sure I get my money's worth. And it's... But he's he he wants my approval so much. So he only embarrasses me because he's weak and sort of stupid. But he doesn't he won't he won't say embarrassing things because he's too concerned with uh, my strong approval. Well, check that out, everyone. That is this Thursday, October 27th, 8 p.m. Eastern, the live episode with Don Jr. And, and this was by patreon.com slash MP. Excuse me. This was this was a request by a Perfect Ten member, and if they don't show up, that's okay. <laughs> we will never take requests again. So this goes for the entire Patreon community. There will be no more requests. How about that? You got to punish them. And it's patreon.com slash MPGA this Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern. It is the live episode. You don't want to miss this one with Don Jr. Mr. President, you have a trial for tax fraud that starts on Monday. And there was a juror excused today. And they said, excuse me, first of all, tech stuff. It's not my trial. I'm innocent. It's the Trump organization. Trump organization. I'm sorry. Which is very corrupt. I am very not corrupt. So the organization is corrupt, but you are not corrupt. My business is incredibly corrupt. I am totally innocent and pure. (laughs) Well, there's a juror when they found out what it was, automatically said, I cannot be fair to Donald Trump. And there was excused from the trial. You know what's sad about that? Yes. For all the things I did for Jewish people, to have a (laughs) juror, excuse me. To have a juror say, I can't be fair in this. How can he? I moved the juror's embassy to Jerusalem. It even has, it's Jerusalem. It's a juror. It has juror in the name and they won't, they they can't be a juror. You know, this is why I'm not saying he's right, but I think Kanye has some points about the juror people. It's a juror, a juror, a person who who's, who makes a decision when someone's on trial and they vote. No, it's actually the that's jury. How, no, no, excuse me. That's how Medea pronounces Jewish. <laughs> okay. I did not, Her, I did not hello, is it Hernica jurors? <laughs> Hernica, Medea. You never saw Medea's first Hernica? I've, I've never seen Medea anything. Well, I'm you're not, missing out. Yeah. Probably racist. I didn't know you were a giant Medea fan. I'm very. Uh, well, I'm a, is I'm that normal. when you thought when you finished Netflix? Well, no. I just think that there's no better, more accurate representation of African Americans than the Medea films. 
Hello. It's like a documentary. It's no, excuse me. It's not a documentary, but it's very close. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. Well, you don't watch them because you're racist. Okay. Oh, there you, you have it. The tech stuff guy just that we need a new tech stuff guy. He literally just admitted to racism. Yep, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, this trial that starts on Monday for your organization. Are you nervous at all? On the advice of counsel, I take the. Uh, Third Amendment. <laughs> make sure you get the amendments right. I would take the fifth if I was you. I don't think they're even worthy of the fifth. I don't even have to count that high. They're not worthy of one that high. Take the Second Amendment. Well, we do strong Second Amendment. <laughs> no, that's... Last piece of news, Mr. President... Your old pal Liz Cheney came out in the news saying that uh, if you have to testify for the committee, for January 6th committee, she doesn't want a circus. She doesn't want TV uh, cameras there. Doesn't want it to be on TV at all if you comply with the subpoena and testify. What are your what are your thoughts on this? Is it because your answers too much truth will come out and, and just ruin everything that they're saying? Well, they're afraid of truth. They're afraid of truth social. And they're afraid that I'll be so charismatic and dominant. They don't want me to dominate tech stuff. Liz Cheney wants to sit up there with her boring voice and go, Hello, Mr. President. You did this. And it made me unhappy. And you're not a nice guy. And my father shot his friend in the face. <laughs> but I want to be mad at you instead of my father who led us into the worst war in American history. And then I step up and I say, you are a disgusting piece of shit, Liz Cheney. How about that? How about that? Why don't you get some emotion? Why don't you find an emotion and find a heart and try to love the country? Oh, by the way, good luck on the unemployment line. Maybe Sleepy Joe can give you extra benefits for being a sad sack of shit. But guess what? Everybody loves me. Nobody likes you. You lost everything. And now you have to go probably live with your parents. You probably have to live with old Dick Cheney, who will waterboard you while you're sleeping. How about that? So good luck, Liz Cheney. Sorry that I don't lack all charisma and talent the way you do. But you're pathetic. And the ratings just went up. And now I'm leaving. So the ratings will go down. You can't leave here. Oh, yes, I can. Shut up. Are you going to testify, Mr. President? Well, we'll see. We'll see. We have to talk to lawyers. You know, I'd love to testify. I have nothing to hide. I have everything to say. And But sometimes these lawyers, they get very, very cautious and concerned and, and sometimes weak. Uh, you know, Sidney Powell told me she would actually go in with me and then hit Liz Cheney in the head with a sledgehammer. <laughs> and I thought that's what I'm talking. That's legal talent. That is that is strong lawyering. But I said, Sydney, don't do that because then they'll claim 
you committed a crime, they'll lie like dogs and they'll try to get you disbarred. Did you see Steve Bannon going to prison? He looked like uh, not human. Did you see that picture of him, Mr. President? He's uh, people don't know this, but Steve Bannon is actually 308 years old. <laughs> You're coming was, out with that fact. Well, he was bit by he was bit by an alcoholic vampire in <laughs> 17. Uh, 17 something and we do strong math unlike our students under sleepy joe i do strong math and he was bit by an alcoholic vampire and now he lives forever i didn't know that that's crazy he, he looks he looks very strange do you not think so well i've always thought he was a a very disgusting ugly person but we respect him <laughs> Do you notice? Yeah, you have a habit of saying horrible things about people, and then saying either like them or respect them after you say the most horrible things about them. Well, tech stuff. If you were among the lucky few people to make it onto Truth Social, you'd realize that the truth is a sign of respect, and Truth Social is the sign of ultimate social respect. When I say the truth about somebody, I can say with respect because. I'm not lying. If I said gotcha. Steve Bannon is a beautiful human being that women want to have sex with, that's not respect. That's called a lie. The gotcha. truth is respect. And the highest form of respect is truth social. Well, Mr. President, you always speak the truth. We appreciate social you. DM. <laughs> and um want to thank uh, betonline.ag. Go check them out for all your gambling needs for table games and for sports betting. Go to betonline.ag, code CLNS50 to a 50% uh, bonus on your first deposit. And check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash MPGA. This Thursday, October 27th, 8 p.m. Eastern is our live episode with Donald Trump Jr. It should be crazy. I'm sure... Uh, he, he's going to uh, talk fast and be very, very intense. So it's going to be a great time. And again, that is Thursday, October 27th, 8 p.m. Eastern for our perfect time. Patreon Patriots. Um, that is it for me. Mr. President, the floor is yours. Well, hello, everybody. We're talking. We're talking very strongly. Great episode. It's called Patreon. It's called Christian. Hey, guys. It's me. No, it's not Don Jr. That's Thursday. What the hell is going? It's probably going to hurt my voice talking like a coked up Kermit the Frog. But um, yeah, come join that. Come join the Patreon. Uh, this week is going to be a ton of con bonus content. Um, the movie reviews were earlier in the week in the month, but this week you're going to get a bonus episode for everybody at the five dollar level. You're going to get the live show for everybody at the ten dollar level. Um, and then you're going to think a bonus video for the perfect 10 level uh, later this weekend or as you know, Monday at the latest. So good week to join. If you're going to, as far as me, uh, you know, the usual check out righteous PK podcast, um, wherever you listen to podcasts, that's my other podcast in my own voice, the voice you're hearing right now um, shows 
Um, I'm in the Bronx Wednesday. If you feel like coming to a show, um, it's on my website with a ticket link. Tickets are free, but you know, make a reservation order or a donation, whatever. You're probably not coming to that one. Princeton, New Jersey, this Friday and Saturday. Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase, November 11th and 12th. Syracuse Funny Bone, November 23rd. A theater in Mamaroneck. It's on my website. I forget the name of the theater, but December 17th for all my north of uh, New York City people. Uh, this is your chance. Nice theater. Going to be a really good show. They're paying me well, so I feel like I want people there. Um, and then January 6th and 7th, uh, the brokerage in Belmore, Long Island. And we've just added a, well, con- we're going to confirm with the club, but we've added a, a very uh, exclusive uh, feature to that uh, weekend <laughs> by the name of Jay Tech Stuff Nog. So, uh, yeah, that's the schedule. That's what you should join. Um, uh, that's it, guys. We're doing we're doing the Lord's work here. We're glad you're still with us and enjoying it. Uh, I got to tell you, if you've never joined the Patreon, you're probably not listening to this still, but if you've <laughs> never joined the Patreon, for God's sakes, there's now years of legendary stuff. Like, let like, some of the greatest things we've done on this show are the Patreon. And it's like, now the value is insane. Like if you were to join at the $10 level now for a couple of months to end the year, you'd be getting what other people have paid hundreds of dollars for over the life of the show and have stuck with it. Like we have a very high retention rate of our Patreon people because we really deliver the goods. So give it a try now. You're not listening. God help us all. 